When the gopis saw little Krishna fearlessly playing on Putana's lap, they very quickly came and picked him up. Madhyasoda, Rohini, and the other elderly gopis immediately performed the auspicious rituals by taking the tail of a cow and circumambulating his body. The child was completely washed with the urine of a cow, and the dust created by the hooves of the cows was thrown all over his body. This was all just to save little Krishna from future inauspicious accidents. This incident gives us a clear indication of how important the cow is to the family, society, and to living beings in general. The transcendental body of Krishna did not require any protection. But to instruct us on the importance of the cow, the Lord was smeared over with cow dung, washed with the urine of a cow, and sprinkled with the dust upraised by the walking of cows. After this purificatory process, the gopis, headed by Mother Yasoda and Rohini, chanted twelve names of Vishnu to give Krishna's body full protection from all evil influences. They washed their hands and feet and sipped water three times, as is the custom before chanting mantras. They then chanted as follows. My dear Krishna, may the Lord who is known as Manimam protect your thighs. May Lord Vishnu, who is known as Yagya, protect your legs. May Lord Achuta protect your arms. May Lord Hayagriva protect your abdomen. May Lord Keshava protect your heart. May Lord Vishnu protect your arms. May Lord Urukrama protect your face. May Lord Ishvara protect your head. May Lord Chakradhar protect your front. May Lord Gadadhar protect your back. May Lord Madhusudana, who carries a bow in his hand, protect your eyesight. May Lord Vishnu, with his conch shell, protect your left side. May the personality of Godhead Upendra protect you from above. And may Lord Tarkshya protect you from below the earth. May Lord Haladar protect you from all sides. May the personality of Godhead known as Rishikesh protect all your senses. May Lord Narayan protect your breath. And may the Lord of Svetadvip Narayan protect your heart. May Lord Yogeshvara protect your mind. May Lord Prishnigarbha protect your intelligence. And may the Supreme Personality of Godhead protect your soul. While you are playing, may Lord Govinda protect you from all sides. And when you are sleeping, may Lord Madhava protect you from danger. When you are working, may the Lord of Aikuntha protect you from falling down. When you are sitting, may the Lord of Aikunta give you all protection. And while you are eating, may the Lord of all sacrifices give you all protection. Thus, Mother Yasoda began to chant different names of Vishnu to protect the child Krishna's different bodily parts. Mother Yasoda was firmly convinced that she could protect her child from different kinds of evil spirits and ghosts, namely Dakshinis, Yutadanis, Kusmandas, Yakshas, Rakshasas, Vinayakas, Kotara, Revati, Jesthas, Putanas, Matrikas, 
onmadas, and similar other evil spirits who cause persons to forget their own existence and give trouble to the life heirs and the senses. Sometimes they appear in dreams and cause much perturbation. Sometimes they appear as old women and suck the blood of small children. But all such ghosts and evil spirits cannot remain where there is chanting of the holy name of God. Mother Yasoda was firmly convinced of the Vedic injunctions about the importance of cows and the holy name of Vishnu. Therefore she took shelter in the cows and the name of Vishnu just to protect her child Krishna. She recited all the holy names of Vishnu so that he might save the child. Vedic culture has taken advantage of keeping cows and chanting the holy name of Vishnu since the beginning of history, and persons who are still following the Vedic ways, especially the householders, keep at least one dozen cows and worship the deity of Lord Vishnu, who is installed in their house. The elderly gopis of Vrindavan were so absorbed in affection for Krishna that they wanted to save him, although there was no need to, for he had already protected himself. They could not understand that Krishna was the supreme personality of Godhead, playing as a child. After performing the formalities to protect the child, Madhya Soda took Krishna and let him suck her own breast. When the child was protected by Vishnu Mantra, Madhya Soda felt that he was safe. In the meantime, all the cowherd men who went to Mathura to pay the taxes returned home and were struck with wonder at seeing the gigantic dead body of Putana. Nanda Maharaj recalled the prophecy of Vasudev and considered him a great sage and mystic yogi. Otherwise, how could he have foretold an incident that happened during his absence from Vrindavan? After this, all the residents of Braj cut the gigantic body of Putana into pieces and piled it up with wood for burning. When all the limbs of Putana's body were burning, the smoke emanating from the fire created a very nice aroma. This aroma was due to her being killed by Krishna. This means that the demon Putana was washed of all her sinful activities and attained a celestial body. Here is an example of how the Supreme Personality of Godhead is all good. Putana came to kill Krishna, but because he sucked her milk, she was immediately purified and her dead body attained a transcendental quality. Her only business was to kill small children. She was only fond of blood. But in spite of being envious of Krishna, she attained salvation, because she gave her milk to him to drink. So what can be said of others who are affectionate to Krishna in the relationship of mother or father? The pure devotees always serve Krishna with great love and affection, for he is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Supersoul of every living entity. It is concluded, therefore, that even a little energy expended in the service of the Lord gives one immense transcendental profit. This is explained in the Bhagavad Gita, Swapam Apyasya Dharmasya. Devotional service in Krishna consciousness is so sublime that even a little service to Krishna, knowingly or unknowingly, gives one the greatest benefit. The system of worshipping Krishna by offering flowers from a tree is also beneficial for the living entity who is confined to the bodily existence of that tree. When flowers and fruits are offered to Krishna, the tree that bore them also receives much benefit indirectly. 
The archana process, or worshipping procedure, is therefore beneficial for everyone. Krishna is worshipable by great demigods like Brahma and Lord Shiva, and Putana was so fortunate that the same Krishna played in her lap as a little child. The lotus feet of Krishna, which are worshipped by great sages and devotees, were placed on the body of Putana. People worship Krishna and offer food, but automatically he sucked the milk from the body of Putana. Devotees therefore pray that if simply by offering something as an enemy, Putana got so much benefit, then who can measure the benefit of worshipping Krishna in love and affection? One should only worship Krishna if for no other reason than so much benefit awaits the worshipper. Although Putana was an evil spirit, she gained elevation just like the mother of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It is clear that the cows and the elderly gopis who offered milk to Krishna were also elevated to the transcendental position. Krishna can offer anyone anything, from liberation to anything materially conceivable. Therefore, there cannot be any doubt of the salvation of Putana, whose bodily milk was sucked by Krishna for such a long time. And how can there be any doubt about the salvation of the gopis, who are so fond of Krishna? Undoubtedly, all the gopis and cowherd boys and cows who served Krishna and Vrindavan with love and affection were liberated from the miserable condition of material existence. When all the inhabitants from Vrindavan smelled the good aroma from the smoke of the burning Putana, they inquired from each other, Where is this good flavor coming from? And while conversing, they came to understand that it was the fumes from the burning Putana. They were very fond of Krishna, and as soon as they heard that the demon Putana was killed by Krishna, they offered blessings to the little child out of affection. After the burning of Putana, Nanda Maharaj came home and immediately took the child upon his lap and began to smell his head. In this way, he was quite satisfied that his little child was saved from the great calamity. Srila Sukadev Goswami has blessed all persons who hear the narration of the killing of Putana by Krishna. They will surely attain the favor of Govinda. Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta purport of the sixth chapter of Krishna. Putana killed.